0: This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, episode 179. Join the Not Your Average Financial Revolution.
1: Traditional financial planning is no longer working.
0: knew about our parents' money growing up? How many knew our family's network? You know, as a teenager, think back to the days of being a teenager. What was it like for you? How many of your friends told you what their parents made last year or what they were doing to cover their college costs coming up? You know, what about when you became a young adult and you started your first career job? How many conversations around the salary and bonus structure did you have with your buddies, your coworkers even? They're at the same job. Maybe they were doing the same job as you, but maybe or maybe not, they were making more or less. How many people had conversations about this? You know, how many people today talk with their friends about how much they each make? How much money you have in your savings account or have uh, your plans to pay off debts? What about retirement readiness? You know, my guess is that very few of us raise the topic and openly discuss finances. we like to keep our money somewhat private. And that means that we mainly go through life with money as a kind of taboo subject. But my question is today, is that working for us? Now, uh, you know, we're, we're almost 180 episodes into this show now, which began really as an experiment back in 2017. When we first started the show, Honestly, I wasn't even sure, totally sure that anyone would want to listen. But since then I've been absolutely floored by the feedback and response that we've had from so many people, just like you listening to our show and faithfully watching it on YouTube and listening to it on our audio podcast stories from you guys, from the front lines of the revolution, stories of success, failure, even resilience, and ultimately triumph. Many of you have shared with me that this episode or that episode has honestly changed your life. And in the end, I think we've been able, humbly, to be able to help you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. We say it at the end of every episode. I've really become convinced that many of these stories that you've shared with me need to be passed along to one another. You know, that we're better when we connect as co-conspirators in the financial revolution that we talk about on this, on this show, rather than just being siloed. However, I do believe that appropriately sharing goals and outcomes about your money and your finance can really help you. It can really help you propel yourself toward reaching your goals. On every episode of every show at the end, I say that we're helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future but something has been missing. And I believe that something is that we need to act differently too. That's right. What good is 100 plus podcast episodes if we're not acting any different as a result? Unless our lives are changing with the reality of the information and strategies we share on the show, then we are just as average as ever. And as I say, we don't want to be average. We want to be awesome. And if you want to change your situation, you have to change your action, having people share your wins and your struggles and challenges make you more likely to reach your potential. So what if you were a part of a, not your average financial community to help you follow through with those actions. If you want a financial revolution in your finances, it cannot just be talk. It has to involve a community a community of people committed to seeing things through and to work together to build a future that only they could dream of alone. So we love our Not Your Average Financial Revolutionaries who are devoted listeners to our podcast and subscribers to our YouTube channel. However, I've always felt like I could up my game in serving you in the Not Your Average Revolution of your finances. Uh, We felt like we've been keeping this secret project for the last four, five, six months or so and I re- I'm ready finally to give you access to it, to let you know, let you in on this secret. It's our free membership site. It's a not your average financial community. And I think you are going to love it. Now this is ready now for you. It's ready today. You could join right now. And if you're ready to think and live differently and let your money work for you and you're ready to find others. are going to spur you on toward financial revolution, then this is your tribe. Join us. It's a brand new membership site, the Not Your Average Financial Community. So here on this site, we're going to be able to find a little inspiration from one another. We'll be providing thought-provoking questions, and we'll be including expert perspectives each and every day. So if you're ready to join, just go to notyouraverage.mn.co. That's the website to go to notyouraverage.mn.co. It stands for Mighty Networks, and that's the platform on which we're building this community. That's right. It's off the wasteland of social media and Facebook and the rest of it. It's finally and happily, I can say it's private, it's secure, and it's just for us. So one more time, the website is www.notyouraverage.mn.co. Type it in, go there now before we move on. Because again, this is about taking action. Our focus will be to grow and consistently up our game when it comes to our financial future. So if that's your focus, then please, you're more than welcome to join us and meet many other revolutionaries and previous and future guests as we go. Okay. So thank you. So to drive home, how valuable this paradigm shift is the going from spoken wheel to relationship to a more network style relationship with my clients and our overall financial community, I brought on the founder of Mighty Networks and her name is Gina Biancini and she is an absolute thrill to chat with. So I'm going to introduce you to her now and then jump into our quick interview with her. Gina Biancini is an American entrepreneur and investor. She is the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks. Her mission at Mighty Networks is to usher in a new era of creative business built on community. Mighty Networks serves creators with a purpose. That's me, I guess. Selling experiences, relationships, and expertise to their members via community, content, online courses, and subscription commerce, all offered in one place under the creator's brand. Now, before Mighty Networks, she was the CEO of Ning, which she co-founded with Mark Anderson. Under her leadership, Ning grew to 100 million people and 300,000 active social networks across subcultures, professional networks, entertainment, politics, and education. She's also serving as the board director of Tegna, a $3 billion broadcast and digital media company, and she served as board director of Scripps Networks, a $12 billion company which owns HGTV, the Food Network, Travel Channel, and has merged with Discovery Communications. In 2018, Jean has been featured on the cover of Fortune and Fast Company and in Wired, Vanity Fair, Bloomberg, and the New York Times. She's appeared on the Charlie Rose Show, CNBC, and CNN. She grew up in Cupertino, California, graduated with honors from Stanford University, and started her career in the nascent high technology group at Goldman Sachs. And she received an MBA from Standard Business School. So as you can tell, Gina is an incredibly accomplished person, business owner in her own right. So I know you're going to get a lot out of this. Again, my focus with my conversation with Gina is the change and transformation of the social media landscape in 2021 and beyond. Gina, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. Uh, I'd love to get into the, the other world, the not-so-average social media world that you've helped create and help, helped me create and so many thousands more create. But first, take us back to when you were a kid. What was dinner like for you? You know, the, the original social media is the table, in my opinion. So yes. what, what was dinner like for you growing up?
2: Um, I would describe it as the arena in, in some respects, (laughs) it was like being in the arena. So I'm one of three kids. And, uh, and so it was my, my, you know, Italian father, my mother, and the three of us around a table that was very small in a very small place. And basically you got to have seconds if you ate fast enough to get them. Mm -hmm. So it, it, and so not only was it Again, it was the arena. Like, there's just really no other, and and that was for (laughs) debate and for conversation and for food (laughs) and for everything. So it, you know, it it was I I think a fantastic training ground. But it was pretty much the exact opposite of those. um, You know, whenever you have those old English shows where it's like the really long table, and then Mm -hmm. people are quietly eating on the exact opposite ends of the table.
0: And Just picture
2: a 180 degrees opposite of that, or that was, that was my dinner table growing up.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. You got seconds. If you ate within seconds. I, I love that. Did you have outside friends guests ever show up? Was that a regular occasion? Some people keep family dinner as kind of sacred. Other people would bring the, the, the local neighbor over. Was that an uh, open open table, so to speak, there for you was, guys?
2: That's a really good question. Um, not really, but not because they weren't asked or it was bad. There literally was just no room. Yes. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. there was like
2: No room.
0: Yes. Love it. There was barely well, room for us. I'm going to make this jump now to where you are today. And this might where fall flat more, on its I, face. I have yeah. more
2: room. <laughs> I, I yes. have a dinner table that has more room and fewer people at it. Uh, Love it. Yes.
0: Now tell us what you do today. Cause I, I just want to start with and, and where, where you've come from through Ning, Mighty Bell and now Mighty Networks. Yeah. Um, what is Mighty Networks and why does it matter? Yeah.
2: So Mighty Networks is a platform for brands and creators to under their own brand, create their own community, online courses, virtual conferences, events, All in one place, all under their brand, and instantly available on every platform. And I think this is actually the, the, the thing that is the most exciting to me because that sounds like as 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 someone I, I know once described something as a bag of doorknobs. It's like, well, why do you have like your community and your online courses and events? Why would you want all of these things together? And so many of us, if you're a podcaster or an author or you know, you have a Facebook or you 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 know you want to bring these different things together, but like that's in and of itself, not really the thing. And and for us at Mighty Networks, we are passionate about creating a world where there is a million unique and vibrant communities led by brands and creators that are mastering something interesting and important together. And the way that you master something interesting and important to people is by creating a community or a network that gets more valuable as each person contributes their stories, their ideas, uh, their experiences. And that is the phenomenon that has created Facebook and Instagram, a network that gets more valuable to everyone with each new person who joins and contributes. It's like, there's just something lighter about having your own place away from the noise and clutter of social media and all the ickiness which I believe is a technical term. It is, when, yeah. <laughs> when, when you can have some focus, where you can bring together a set of people that are there for similar reasons and where with each person who contributes, the whole network gets stronger and more valuable to every member.
0: Love it, love it, Gina. Yeah, if we're, con- if we're comparing Wastebook and Instasham to the Golden Corral, if you know that restaurant, then you've created a dinner table for all of us, uh, and so well done. Uh, and what makes niche networks more mighty? Let's let's say.
2: Yeah, yeah. So our whole approach is that the most exciting and fun communities are those that are sharing a common goal that uh, represent and, and are exciting because they're about something bigger than ourselves and that there's a learning component to them not because learning's boring but because it's rad and when you actually have this ability to structure content in a course or just structure content. Maybe it's, you know, not a, a course necessarily, but anything that gives you some sequence, some ability to, to go on a journey to master something interesting or important together, that, that is where a community thrives. And I use the, the, the term and, and regard of community so much bigger than, you know, a comment section. Uh, or just mm-hmm. profiles and chat. It's really about how do we come together towards the bigger the bigger goals that we want to achieve that just simply aren't possible when we're trying to do them by ourselves. We are yeah. we are meant to live and be a part of communities and it's not just about the creator, no offense obviously. It's mm-hmm. you know you you're not doing it because you want people to just listen to you. You're doing this because you want to bring people together with the content but they're going to stay for the relationships that they're building with each other. The fun, the beauty, the lightness, the energy is from the connections that people are making with each other. And mm-hmm. that in and of itself is valuable.
0: It's uh, it's moving past, if you live by content, you're going to die by it uh, as a business owner or a content creator. And you move past that to a space where we can all surprise and delight one another. Yeah. Uh, and you stick around longer too, if the party's fun. So turns out I love it. Love it. So, um, why 2020 was a crazy year. Uh, why is 2021 the, maybe the most important time to develop meaningful communities, uh, from your perspective?
2: So this has been a year where all, all the playbooks have been thrown out the window. February 5th and April 5th were like living in two different worlds every single kind of way to do it is, is gone on, on you know, an overly dramatic level. What we know about networks is that they, there, there's a reason why people move to new areas together. There is a reason why when you are, when you are in uncertain times, or navigating new environments where you want to do it with other people. Because going back to the power of a network effect, as each person is contributing their stories, their experiences, their ideas, you're able to start to match new patterns. It's it's why innovation happens through the connections people have with each other. So as we look at 2021, The reality is that it's it's gonna have a lot in common with 2020. The the innovation and the ability to react and also proactively seize opportunities in a a moment of rapid change just gets easier in a community. Mm -hmm. And I would argue it gets easier in a community that is designed for a specific purpose designed for specific people on a journey to master something important to them specifically and that the more that you can have focus and context the more opportunity there is to create something that that is truly meaningful and and allow all of us to navigate this moment and find the opportunities where where if all we do is sit there and doom scroll or watch the news and it's just depressing story after depressing story after depressing story. Yes, this is a moment of massive upheaval. I I mean, I think I I could be wrong, but I think the word for 2020 is unprecedented. Like, so what the, but each and every one of us has some agency over where we spend our time, the way we look at the world. Yeah. and whether we are going to exert agency over our circumstances or not. And I say that from a place of privilege, absolutely. And at the same point in time, I watch and am in awe every single day, watching how much someone chooses, the people that choose agency and to be a part of communities that lift up and encourage and build practices and habits around agency. Just making that choice to be a part of that kind of community, that kind of world, makes a tremendous difference.
0: So big, so huge. You're right. Um, even even a horse can put blinders on, you know. And sometimes the the blinders are what get us back home. And um, so I want to bring it down the ladder as we wrap sure. up and have a few quick questions for you. Sure, One. Sure, sure. The Social Dilemma came out as a documentary a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you reply or respond to that documentary if you've seen it? And how is Mighty Networks and uh, what you guys are doing maybe different from what we may have seen on, on that documentary? Yes. And then the second question, and you can roll with either one first. Imagine you're starting a, a community like we just started, the Not Your Average Financial Community. What would you do if you were starting a financial community mighty network as, as it were. Uh, yeah. so take either of those two first.
2: Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to talk your ear off about what I would do. So I'll start yeah. with the, the social dilemma. Um, it's all true. That's the business they're building and the bills, the business that they have been building for 15 years now. So that again, we all have agency in terms of where we spend our time. And, and, and Gina, look, not, I, to,
0: not to interrupt you, but to, for those that didn't see the documentary, what's a 30 second yeah. on what's going on with sure, that sure, documentary? Sure. Yeah.
2: They monetize attention. And what we know about human beings is that attention is directly linked to outrage, um, extreme emotion. Uh, as as much you know, fights and and debates as it is all of the good things and realizing our full potential. And so, when you are a platform led by engineers that are looking at trying to quantify engagement and then monetization of that engagement through ads you kind of don't care about the quality of what is happening within that platform.
0: Like a a Facebook or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So,
2: so what you have to do, if you want to get out of that, if you want to build something different, you actually have to start with a different business model that brings us to not your average financial community because what you are now able to create with your clients, your prospective clients is a focused and dedicated community mastering the topic together. And so when people show up, they're actually more likely to engage and interact with people because we all know why we're there. And we, and you, because you have a very clear big purpose, as we call it, because you have a really clear big purpose, it makes it easier to meet new people and contribute. So, you know, as, as I look at it, the most important thing is to have a big purpose, have clarity in who you're bringing together, what you're there to do together. And that's actually interestingly, that's the place that in 2021, you need to be more explicit than at any point I've seen over the last 15 years and it's just because people are like different you know they're used to like again scrolling the same feed they know how to interact they're in somewhere new it's like ah like am i going to look like a jerk if i like reach out to this person what are the norms that we have what is the culture mm-hmm. that we're building in this community and every community has a culture so the more intentional you are about it in terms of and then and the easiest way to have a culture is monthly themes a weekly calendar and regular polls and questions. It's that easy. It's actually super easy. And the weekly calendar is actually one of the most important things because even if somebody doesn't come in or you know to, to the community, but they're just getting a notification of, the fact that they're getting the same notification every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., that creates a connection to the community that you are building. And they get to be a part of something bigger than themselves, even if they are not actively in there contributing every single day but Mm -hmm. polls and and questions really make contributing super easy
0: love it love it well it brings us back to the table you know uh and i didn't plan that question before right before starting this meeting but you've created and your goal is to create you said a million little tables of maybe 10 people maybe ten thousand people uh, but something very very fundamentally different than the golden trough, as my wife calls that restaurant. Um, And you're creating something cultivated, crafted, unique, not so average, as I like to say, uh, where we can share our struggles with our finances, our dreams and hopes, real estate investing, becoming your own source of financing, uh, paying for college without going broke, getting ready for the golden years, whether that's next Tuesday or 35 years from now, and leaving a Awesome legacy and doing it with people who are on the on the journey with you, or maybe just a step ahead of you, or a step behind, but we're on the way together. It just makes for a much more um, delicious meal, I guess. Um, it makes anything? it also
2: yeah. so much easier.
0: Mm-hmm. It
2: makes it so much easier to do the right thing.
0: Big time. No, so as we wrap up, um, you've helped launch several. I don't know if it's two or more, but several multi-million-dollar startups. And that is awesome. Congratulations on your success, Gina. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: (laughs) So first of all, well done. Second of all, what advice would you have to entrepreneurs? What what advice would you have to share for entrepreneurs that are wanting to um, follow in your footsteps, so to speak?
2: Here's the thing that I would say that is different today and that is open to everyone, which I think is the coolest thing about, about this moment. Which is, it used to be that you had to go build a product. You know, so, so you've probably heard, folks have probably heard about, you know, minimum viable product. So you got to go build an MVP, which means that you needed money and you needed money to, to get engineers or you had to build it yourself if you were an engineer. Today is different. Today, it is about first bringing your customer. To a network. And so, and what's amazing about that is that each and every one of us are starting with an asset in our own network, not social media, which is a black box and like 1% to 3% of anybody will ever see anything you post on Facebook. The algorithm does not show everybody you know something, which is why you get such little engagement, even when you're like, wait a second, like I have, you know, 500 friends but you have email addresses and you have text messages. Your ability to ask your own network for recommendations about who you wanna bring together and your understanding of a specific, I I talk about it as the ideal member, the people who need your solution right now, all caps. Um, That is what is going to launch the next wave of companies. Because if you understand and you can, you can bring the, the, your, your, your customer, your, you can bring your prospective customer together in a network and that they are willing to pay for membership, a course, um, a membership and a course, you know, e- events, all yeah. things that you can do from your house today that actually require just creativity and time. Or, or just in some cases, time, not any startup costs. Then you can build products out of that. So, for example, there's a YouTube star. Last week, you know, he's got a zillion followers named Mr. Beast, and overnight, he launched a 300 restaurant hamburger chain. Wow! Why? Because he started with an audience. He started Mm -hmm. with the network. He started with people. Now, again, he did it at a massive scale, but what's beautiful at this moment is anybody who is listening to this, who's like, oh, well, first I have to go build a social media presence. And you don't, you start with your email address. You start with your contacts and you build something that does not require a minimum viable product but rather an intimate understanding of the people that you wanna bring together and serve. That is creating multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue for folks with no startup costs. And you can build on that.
0: Man, yeah, it's great. Gina, what wisdom. That's awesome. You're right. And what a, what a time to be alive where that's a, a reality. Uh, so thank you again for all your wonderful work and helping us find each other in a new way. I appreciate that. Um, any final thoughts for our listeners before we uh, let you go?
2: No, I, I mean, I look forward to hearing the feedback you guys have as you are, are building this community. Cause it's going to be awesome.
0: Sweet. All right, Gina, thank you again. And thanks for all you're doing for our community and uh, from afar, but also uh, not so far. So uh, don't be a stranger and uh, leave some room at the table for us.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day.
0: So thanks, Gina, for coming on our show. Now, guys, I believe most of our lives, we feel like we go through our financial life in a misty financial haze. We just don't know what we don't know. And yet knowing for sure, we don't know what we don't know. (laughs) Right? Say that three times fast, right? But what if you did know what you don't know? What if you did know the, the missing pieces in your financial life? How would that change you? I believe it's the difference between financial control and just plain old damage control. If you knew the various elements of financial planning, like a periodic table of elements, it would give you a map to the known and the unknown. Realms in the financial universe. It would help you not to forget or obsess over any particular part of your financial life. So, for example, January's theme was budgeting and cash flow, and February's theme is building a financial team and tying in your loved ones into your financial plan. So, think of your financial life like a periodic table of elements. What elements are crucial to your comprehensive, full featured financial plan? Without the crucial element of helium or oxygen, you know, life on this world couldn't exist. And the same is true in your financial universe. Analyze what parts are working and not working to decide if there are any adjustments that need to be made. And then finally, and most importantly, to act, to act on those decisions to see real positive financial results. So we'll be using that organize, analyze, decide, and act on each monthly theme. And our goal is not just to help you think differently about money, but to be different too. We want to live different, not just think different. So what's missing with this incredible new membership site? My thought is the only thing missing is you. It is better when you're with us. In fact, the more people join, the more valuable the network becomes as a whole. So I would love to invite you. And I think you'll be better off as a result too. The the website one final time is notyouraverage.mn.co. So come on and join us. And thank you everyone for joining me for another episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think and live differently with your money, your economy, and your future.